we might be freaks, but we know our mother from can be. So, good morning or good evening, depending on where you are. This is IS23 again. It's uh, 21st of July. I'm in uh, somewhere in Belgium. Uh, attending Tomorrowland 2018 Weekend 1 and, uh, uh this is my account of uh, yesterday's event, events rather. So, believe it or not, uh, I didn't manage to attend the main stage at all yesterday, uh, which is an achievement on its own, I think. But I attended uh, a few other stages, uh, namely three or four, really. Uh, you have to remember, uh, there's about 17 of them, not stages, but you know, places where you can hear music. So, as I arrived a little bit uh, uh, late, if you remember from yesterday uh, blog or vlog or audio log, I uh, skipped the main stage where I intended to listen to Carl Cox uh, and I went directly to the Rose Garden where Basically, Mastercat was the host, you know, the Canadian uh, label. And I uh, caught the end of Mian, who was actually killing it. So in that stage, there were a lot of Americans, lots of uh, from uh, South California. I spoke to lots of them. They just came um, for that. A lot of Australians as well. So Mian was uh, killing it with some uh, hard bass and uh, dubstep and Basically, I wanted to see Tokyo Machine, and I call Tokyo Machine. It really went very, very well. Once they finished, I had a choice between Sun Hollow in the main stage and Moxie, uh, and I head towards Moxie, but then I realized that that class with Akali at the Organ of Harmony, he was playing the Organ of Harmony, and uh, therefore uh, having... Uh, seen and enjoyed Moxie previously, I thought I'd go for Akali. So Akali, uh, he started a little bit cold, uh, initially. Uh, so the stage was, I would say one third full or not. There was a bunch of, again, uh, Californian guys, American guys, uh, in the front, just, uh, dancing away. But, um, the crowd was not warming up. Uh, you have to remember this sort of stage is next to the main stage. They used to allow big room, uh, and uh, therefore that could be a reason. But I think he he played really well, and he 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 tried his very best. And the crowd did warm up uh, towards the latter half or the latter third. I'm not sure he appeared very very uh, satisfied from what he seen. So I remember him, for example, uh, in uh, Ultra this year. It was completely different. The the vibe was there this time. It wasn't. And perhaps this is what happens with Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland caters, caters for a much more European crowd, which is not so much into future bass or dubstep or, or uh, bass itself, and therefore, you know, different tastes, different reactions, isn't it? After that, um, I had the choice of going to Vini Vici for the opening of the main stage at uh, 1650, but uh, I decided to go for Oliver Smith in the Garden of Madness. And God, um, Oliver Smith, I love, really love his productions, but I found the set really flat. The crowd was there, uh, but it just uh, wasn't flowing. Maybe it was the choice of songs 
or that he was uh, keeping the tracks for too long. Uh, and therefore, not much was happening for me personally. Um, again, this is my personal opinion only. After that, I uh, went to the freedom stage um, and I called uh, Brohag. So Brohag, three dudes from uh, Sweden. Uh, they could be, could it be the next Swedish, Swedish house mafia? I doubt it because I don't think they're so talented. Nevertheless, I think they really um, smashed it there, so the crowd uh, were loving it. Uh, they were really participating. The, the stage was full. Remember now, this is a stage that's not open anymore, so it's covered from above from uh, last year onwards. Uh, following that, um, the main reason I was there it was uh, to see um, who's KD, and this was my uh, first objection, uh, really, for Tomorrowland and the choice of uh, where they're going to place uh, some DJs. So, for example, in in the Freedom stage, um, they had, you know, Julian Callow, Robert Falcon, Mike Williams, Brohag, then who's KD in Jaws, and then going to Oliver Heldens, Don Diablo, and Tiesto. I mean, how how confusing is that? Why would they put who's KD and Jaws in that particular stage? They could have placed them with Rose Garden. The, the crowd was much different there. Uh, but perhaps they didn't want to play uh, with Mastercard, or there is a problem there. I do not know, but I didn't think this was the right choice, really. But uh, Who's KD, I really, really love Who's KD. Um, a lot of people left after Brohag, and I was surprised, because uh, Who's KD is, uh, or Keith, as he calls himself, he's way more quality than, than Brohag, even though I, I fancy Brohag. And, and he played, what, what I like about his sets, um, and when I saw him in EDC as well, uh, this year is that he mixes almost every style there is. So he goes from side trance to, uh, hard style to bass to dubstep, uh, to some kind of electronica, um, of his own production. So I really love this sort of mix and the way he, the, the set flows. It doesn't keep you, keeps you on your toes. It doesn't make you, uh, bored or tired. I remain for the beginning of uh, Jaws um, at about 7 o'clock in the Freedom stage after Who's KD finished and of course it went down really well. I had to take a break at that stage so I headed to Arch uh, to catch German Spoon. Uh, you guys probably don't know who German Spoon is but uh, if you think how big Armin Van Buren is today, that's how much how big German Spoon were back in uh, uh, the mid-90s. Uh, of course, uh, it was only Jam and not Jam and Spoon, because Mark Spoon had uh, died a few years ago, sadly. So it was only Jam Elmar. Uh, and these are legends. Uh, if if you want, just check out Age of Love, uh, which basically is uh, beginning of trance. If you think about it, they they played it so many times in that particular stage, which was called Age of Love. Um, and also check out Stella from uh, Mar uh, Jam and Spoon. Uh, so it was really fun because uh, uh, Jamal Mar is, is old, but I think he really enjoyed himself. He was really energetic. He played loads of uh, um, mid-90s trance tunes, and the crowd really loved it, so it went down really well. I also liked the design of the arch stage, which became better looking as, as the night uh, went in. Uh, 
Uh, after this, uh, I had to head to the main, uh, the, the key event, I think, of the day, which was Res at the Rose Garden, again, the, the stage hosted by Mastercat. Res absolutely killed it. It was my highlight of the day. Um, she is so talented. She dominated, um, you know, the crowd and, and, uh, it was really, Good to see her very close because in, in the Rose Garden, there's not much space between the DJ and, and the front row. Uh, so, uh, visuals, obviously, they weren't as big as, for example, an EDC, but, um, she played lots of new tunes and she played all her old new tunes. It went down amazing. Just before, as I also called, um, uh, again, um, Nightmare and Slanter as they play uh, Good Vibrations, the Good Vibrations uh, uh, duo. And again, they they killed it there. Uh, very good response from them. Following that, I had the choice again. I didn't go to the main stage. Hardware was playing at that stage. Mr. also Richie Hawking, unfortunately, went for Above and Beyond in the Garden of Madness. Um, what can I say? Um, standard set from above and beyond. Crowd loving it. The stage was full. Um, everybody was enjoying themselves. Uh, really happy. Good vibes. You know what you're getting with above and beyond. And, uh, following that, I had a choice of going to see Jamie Jones, who I really, 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 really like. Uh, or Seven Lions. And unfortunately, uh, because I have missed Seven Lions so many times in the past, I, uh, well, unfortunately for Jamie Jones, but fortunately for me, so I called Seven Lions finally back to the Rose Garden. Um, the, the, the stage was still full, even though it was uh, after midnight. Very, very impressed from what he played. He didn't just play his own sort of uh, future bass that we can hear on the album, but he kind of mixed hard bass, dubstep, really hard tracks, future bass, even some side trance uh, occasionally. So he kept uh, he kept it flowing. He was really energetic. I was very surprised, very, very energetic. And the crowd again loved it. So that was my uh, account of day one. I'm just uh, trying to recover right now to make it for uh, day two. Uh, again, just um, keep in touch. I'm uploading videos on uh, YouTube on the Freak Beats EDM podcast, so you can check out the videos there. And uh, just follow me on the social media, and please subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Freak Beats out. So this is just a plugin to tell people where to find us. So if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. The easiest uh, place to find me is uh, YouTube, where you have to search for Freak Beats EDM Podcast. The main advantage of uh, the YouTube uploads is not so much that there are videos, but that all the previous episodes from the very beginning of the podcast back in late 2016 are there, secured for you guys to catch up and binge on. Okay, other ways to find me is via Anchor FM, A-N-C-H-O-R-F-M, an app that you can find both on iOS and Android. I highly recommend this. There's more recent podcasts there. Again, f- try to search 
of uh, Frequency CDM Podcast. And obviously, we are available on iTunes. See the podcast section on iTunes, Google Podcasts, which is a, a new platform, as well as all the other podcast apps that are available. For example, on my phone, I have Pocket Casts, CastBox, Player FM, Podcast Player, Stitcher. And from what I understand, even if you tell Alexa, play FreakBeats EDM Podcast, Alexa will actually play this. So try that and let me know. Stay tuned.